Blog Talk Radio. host, Davida Shinsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits. Today's show is titled, Nine Steps to Start a Service-Based Side Hustle. And these steps will help you quit your day job and get paid doing what you love. And I'm going to preface this by telling you that back when I was in school, they didn't have laws that guaranteed people with disabilities the right to an education. The Individual Disability Education Act came into existence in the 70s, and in the 70s, I was already in graduate school. And I, and then the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA, came into existence in 1990 and took effect in 1992, and by then, I had already long since started my own business. And being someone with a disability and not having the same opportunities as someone else and not having the same opportunities in the workplace, then in a lot of ways, I had to start my own side hustle and build it up into a business. And what I did was I looked at my education, I looked at my experience, I looked at what I love to do and the things that I had already done. And I realized that within that, I had the beginnings of a business. A lot of my friends couldn't wait to start their own business. Many of them complain about their jobs and bring up great ideas of new ventures, but never get to start anything. This is something that is very true. People don't have a business plan, so they don't know what to do to get started. And if they get a business plan, they still don't know what to do, and they need to sit down with someone that can help them. And one of the things that I do is I'm now involved with someone that he's got a business where he writes the business plan for his clients, and then he's going to refer them to me because what I do is I help my clients build up their online presence because even if you have a brick-and-mortar store today, you have to have some type of presence online, and you need to understand how to use social media to promote yourself in conjunction with the whole digital concept and also to use the normal media channels. Some of them were a small business at the side, paid thousands to build a website to learn that nobody cares enough to visit. Some promised their businesses on social media to realize that people are more interested to see posts with their own faces. For most of them, getting started randomly 
got them moving in circles down the road, from being excited in the beginning to getting burned out, unfulfilled, and nothing to show for it. Unlike these people, you can work your way to starting a side hustle or keeping your cushy nine-to-five job without losing your monthly income. It's a lot harder to work and mentally strain to take care of your bills. But with consistent action, once your side hustle gains some traction and regular cash flow, quitting your day job will be a no-brainer. Especially like there are affiliate programs out there, you can become an app developer, you can you can become a copywriter and do content. The thing is that you need to know what is your best skills and where you're weak at and be able to trade them off. And it used to be bothering, but now with so many people being solopreneurs and working from home, it's a matter of trading off and having someone whose expertise is in an area that you know nothing about, do that for you while you take on the other things that they need. So first thing you need to do is start with asking yourself why. In 2003, I found myself a dream job working at a small design and print studio, the small size of the company, gave me the freedom of time and space to design posters and advertisements for clients. The job was fun, and I learned a lot along the way. But I always wanted to give myself the challenge to build something of my own. A good job didn't satisfy me. Instead, I wanted to be, one, providing the the good jobs for Evers. I figured I wanted to find my own clients, my own business systems, and live on my own terms. Hence, I started asking questions, which I urge you to ask yourself too. And here's a good idea of with those types of skills as being a graphic designer. A graphic designer is also a website designer. And there are certain platforms that you can use, and the most common one that everyone knows is WordPress. But WordPress is very difficult, and there's also a company known as Builderall, or Business for Us is their trademark name. But what they are is it's a platform, but it's a fully integrated digital platform. For instance, you, as a business, you need to be able to send out emails. Well, they use Mailing Boss, and it's connected to their platform. They also have what they call Canvas, but it's sales funnels. And using a front-end offer and having a back-end offer is a good way to create upsells or downsells. So understanding how to use all the tools. And then they have a, 
a tool that's a magazine or a PDF that you can really create your own. And when you create your own and you use that as a giveaway, and once you develop the digital product, it's something that you can keep reselling it with and maybe updating periodically, but it gives you something that you can use on a regular basis to interact with your customers. So here's some of the questions to ask yourself. Why should my business exist? In the early days, inspired by freelancing online marketplace, freelancer.com, I had the vision to improve the lives of graphic designers everywhere by hiring them into our virtual team and providing them with regular graphic work. This used to be what I dreamed of, and now this is our company's mission, led by designers or designers. And that's the key, that you have a plan and you understand how to take that plan and actually implement it and set up what your mission is and have someone there that can make sure that once you put that action plan on paper, that you actually follow through on it. Why should people care? We are advocates of helping brands put themselves out there through storytelling. Instead of using words, we use visuals. Many people who are struggling with this, this still do it themselves in the hopes of saving money. Instead, they lose time, ironically, losing the opportunity to grow their own business, to make more money. We are here to resolve this pain point for as many people as possible. Here's the thing. When you first start, you wear all the hats and you try to do everything. It's understandable, but you've got to remember, you need to put your efforts in the areas where your strengths are and be willing to outsource to people the things that you really don't enjoy doing, but it's their expertise. Because when you work together as a team to pull together a business and make it a success, then you're more likely to reach your goals. So it's really good to think of yourself as an entrepreneur and to get the recognition, but no matter what you do, it still takes a team to make everything work and to pull it all together. Point is, you have to be clear and as honest as possible with your reason for starting a side hustle before leaving your day job. Besides your yearning to jump out of bed without the draggy feeling, a strong purpose will motivate you to overcome challenges that you will surely face along the way. Figure out what's the problem, not the solution. A lot of people, myself included, tend to fall in love with their own business ideas and think their ideas are unique and will change the world. Unfortunately, most businesses end up being the problem themselves. It's understanding where you're coming from and how to 
pull it all together and make it work. Because once you understand how to make it all work, that you can truly be successful. Some love of the work they are doing so much like they think others will also love their product the same way and pay them for it. However, to start in this way disappointed many new entrepreneurs, leaving them dumbfounded and giving up too early. The best thing that you can do and the reason that you use a sales funnel is that with the sales funnel, you generate leads. Then with your autoresponder, you develop the relationship with all of your customers. And that's how you build sales and increase sales and get repeat sales. If you feel the same way, don't despair because building a client base is easy if you have a problem worth solving. Nobody will ever pay you to solve your problems, but they'll line up if you can solve theirs, said Ramit Sahi. Ask yourself these questions. What is the problem that you are solving? Is it profitable so that you can sustain? Chances are there is someone else doing the same thing as you are. So why do you need to offer a similar solution? Here are more questions to ask yourself. Are you feeling an unmet need? Is there a problem so big that many people are frantically looking for a solution? If it's something that you want to solve, then why? What is your competition doing? What are you doing that differs yourself from them? How do you know that if you're helping your client, how do you know that they need help? Here's the thing, that if you have an industry that you're interested in, first look at your competition. Then look at where the holes are and who is not being served within that industry and gear it to fill those holes. That's how you find your niche market. There are all kinds of people in the world. Look at what they're frustrated with. In my case, when I first started in 2005 with no customers, I started by checking newspaper recruitment advertisements. I know. There are people posting job offers out there on a daily basis. When I look upon the section of advertisements looking for designers, most of them say at least one thing, fast turnaround. I didn't have any other work commitment on hand at that time, so I did what they wanted. Called them up and told them I could provide designs within three days. First design, free of charge. Not everyone accepted my offer, but at least one did. And once trust was developed between us, they started to send more work my way and paying me what it's worth. Plus, I was also able to get from them referrals. Decide who you want to work with. 
I'm sure that you wish to work with people that have some chemistry with. You will want to work with people whose values align with yours. For example, in my case, my business helps business coaches with graphic design services. There are many coaches who need graphic design services, but I choose to only work with those who understand how design can impact their businesses, not just to make them look good. You decide who you want to work with by looking back at what is the problem you're solving. You want to make sure that you solve the client's problems with the least time spent, with the least cost possible, producing the maximum result that you can give. You are not compromising the quality. You are simply doing the best with what you have. To do that, you need to find a group or a niche of people who are very much in common. And you will serve that group only until you've covered enough to move on to the next group. You need to prioritize the group that you wish to serve and leave the rest out. Otherwise, you're not serving anyone. And this is the biggest mistake that so many entrepreneurs make. When they start their business, they see everyone as their customer. They don't know how to niche down and prioritize who they want to sell. Because if they can do that, then they will reach their goals far faster than anything they can ever hope to do financially. For example, if you're a yoga teacher and realize many pregnant ladies are afraid of a different delivery, you may provide classes that are gentle and safe for them to strengthen their core muscles for delivery. They will not go to the normal yoga classes, but will go to yours as it caters they need. Give and help others as much as you can. I used to think that starting a business is only about giving more money. Truth is, it's about giving. You can start by giving something to someone for free. As Joe Polish says, the world gives to the givers and takes from the takers. When I started Way back in 2005, I designed posters for retail stores for free. Why? This builds trust between myself and my clients. If you don't know me, why will they work with me? They wanted to know if I'm reliable. They wanted to know that their time of working with me was well spent with great results to show. Starting out for free opens the first door to get myself known as someone who could solve their problem. After that, it's up to me to deliver the results. If they are delighted, there's a chance they will recommend me to someone else. Meanwhile, 
with what I have done with my, my Bayer clients. I have a success story to tell. You can call it a testimonial, case study, or portfolio to share in the public. I used to think that marketing is about promoting myself. Truth is, it's all about building relationships with people and giving my time to help them gain the results that they want. Marketing is all about gaining trust by listening to others and fulfilling their needs before yours. You have to find these people because in the beginning, they do not know you exist to come running to you for help. Back to the example of you as a yoga teacher for pregnant ladies. You may wish to start by giving away free yoga tryout coupons at fairs for pregnant ladies or hospitals and women clinics. Be prepared that you may not have a crowd joining your classes, but start with whatever you have. No shame with the numbers because you are helping at least one person overcome his or her problem anyway. Be prepared that you may not have a crowd in your classes. Small successes compound over time. Stay consistent and true goals, reserving at least one hour a day to work on this. People will notice that your act of generosity and more clients will come your way. Once you're seeing a bit of growth, that's where you consider charging people for your service. Get some freelance work. You may wish to start as a freelancer, first by tailoring your services based on the client's request. That means each request may be very different, and you have to customize it to the specific client. And knowing that client, by building a relationship with them and developing that relationship will always be the first step that you need to consider. When I first started freelancing, bringing home an income was the first thing in mind. Hence, I did everything from logo design to packaging to illustration. So long as I was able to use software that I'm an expert in, I would charge someone in exchange for work. If you wish to start off the same way, know that it's similar to being in the first year of art school. That's when you will be exposed to many things in the artsy world, like sketching to photography. While freelancing, you have to cover everything from your finances to work on the designs and final delivery. If it's a great starting point to find a firm footing for yourself, make a decent living. At some point, I did some work without money in return for selected people. I was strategic about this since it's an investment. 
of a lot of my time. This was not done through cold email or cold calls. These are people I've already connected with, as mentioned in step two. This was also when I know my bank has enough to allow me to do some free work. Next, I go to their website and have a look at what they have, such as lead magnets, workbooks, ebooks, cheat sheets, or anything that I can provide in the field of graphics. Most likely, they can be improved upon and I can get the work. So you see, there are many ways that you can look at something and really create some opportunities for yourself if you really understand how to pull it all together. Then I sent them a message with the work done and let them use it in any way that they want. That's all. However, be prepared that not all of them are willing to buy. Sometimes timing plays a part. I have received responses that they are happy to do it themselves or they don't need better designs, but they are appreciative and we keep in touch to this day. People work with people they know and trust. When I first started Prospect, did not know me. Giving away my time for free allowed us to know each other better. After a lot of foot and I got my foot in the door, that was my chance to know what works for those people. Then I learned as much as I can and what makes me different from other designers is we don't always have to make a sale. This is the one way build your professional portfolio. And remember, it's all about building up your services, your connections, and how you pull it all together and create those opportunities to help you build your business. Decide on one solution. As I figure out how marketing works, doing everything for everyone makes it harder for anyone to remember me. Sticking to one small area of design allows me to go deeper into the subject and getting micro-famous in that area. And in what we're talking about here is simple. That's niching down to reach your customers. Structure your offerings. Once you've decided which problem to solve, the next thing is to package your skills and know-how into the set of deliverables. This will be a format where you hand over your services to your client in the form of a product. Under-promise and over-deliver. In our current business model, we offer unlimited graphic design to a fixed fee per month. For us, when it comes to design, work, delivery, it's always hard to guarantee timeless. When referrals, there are tons of advice, and this is something that I've tried 
to tell my customers by asking the current customers to recommend us. And this is something that you need to consider as well, that when you build a relationship with your customers, then what you're doing is creating opportunities for them to refer business to you or when they are out and about and someone sees their part, their, their logo or their, their brochures and they really like the design on it, uh, the possibility for them to give out your card and create openings for you. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one, personalcareercoach.com. And you can find courses on there on how to increase and build relationships with your customers, or you can get one-on-one -on -one coaching where we can sit down with you and set up a very good action plan and keep you accountable to follow through on your goals. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.